Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. All right, so I did not come on yesterday. I was a little uh, taken aback and I mean, come on, it's like this is the biggest crash uh, that even like the old school crypto people are like, whoa. So I didn't really know what to say, and I was doing so much homework yesterday. And to be honest with you, there was nothing really new. And uh, but then I realized I left you all law in the dark, and that's not cool. I gotta at least uh, come on here and say something. So I decided to today I'm gonna move away from the standard uh, style of reporting, and I'm just gonna kind of talk to you all about what I've been able to pick up, some additional stuff, some things to think about in light of this crash and uh, next week i'll get back to reporting on developments in the industry whether they're regulatory and risky or their investments or adoption people you know companies signing deals or teaming up to do projects or or um, i don't know the rate the rate in which people are buying into the crypto market etc which is a normal but today i got a couple of things here um Okay, so what is the most important thing right now? I guess it is how much money did you lose, <laughs> you know, or how much money did I lose? Or, well, it looks like the Terra Luna situation, Terra was trading at 118 in, in April, and now it's trading at less than a penny. And I don't, I mean, we can just look it up real quick. You know, this is uh, a little less formal of an inter episode today. Let me just look this up. Luna market cap. Okay, so. All right. <clears throat> okay, so we're saying Luna market cap today. There is no chart. So it looks like no one's even going to report it, but uh, we're talking about billions of dollars and the stable coin had, I think, $20 billion locked. And so there you're talking about a ton of money. And I already reported to you why uh, I think that all this happened. Uh, first and foremost, let's not forget we are in a risk off period. We got war is uh, is a real potential thing here. We have uh, COVID supply chain issues and China's want zero COVID policy. But um, we also have quantitative tightening. The Fed is trying to prevent us from going from into a recession and and or prevent inflation from getting crazy. So there's going to be some pain and who's going to feel the pain while we get while the Fed gets inflation under control. They're going to be restricting the money flow by making it more expensive and reducing the amount of money they put into the market. And this is this is just jamming everything up. So people need to be more 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 cautious where they put their money and crypto is still seen as a risk on asset is considered one of the most risky bets that you can make, especially in traditional finance. That's how they look at it. So it would make sense that everyone wants to move out of it. Now, real quick, some, something to think about 
what does Tesla do? You know, kind of looking forward, if you're trying to discover what is the bottom, how much further does this thing go? Are we at the bottom? Should I buy in or should I stay away? Now, first of all, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. And I am going to leave some links below if you want to do your own research uh, based on some of those things I'm talking about. Well, don't forget, like, when did all this craziness happen? Michael Saylor from MicroStrategies was started buying up Bitcoin early on during the pandemic and even during quarantine. I mean, I don't even know when he made his first, first buy, but by the fall of 2020, he was all over the news, pumping it hardcore. He'd been interviewed on every financial news station, anybody else who would have him. And he's the one who got Elon Musk to put, buy buy crypto and put it on the Tesla balance sheet. So that and by the time that happened, the the market was just going nuts. Okay, so yes, that had to do with stimulus check money, people sitting at home, not going to work, having time to watch the markets and chill in chat rooms and stuff. So you could say that that had something to do with the run up. And I would say that that should probably be right. So we have no more stimulus checks coming, not worth, not enough to where we can bet on some craziness happening in the market. And what else we have, you know, what is Tesla going to do? What is MicroStrategy going to do? If these companies capitulate and give up their Bitcoin, that's really going to take a lot of steam out of, out of the whole adoption situation. So according to fortune.com, between January 1st and February 8th, 2021, Tesla bought approximately 46,000 Bitcoin, 46,700 Bitcoin for its corporate for its corporate treasury at an average price of 32,500. Well, as of right now, they are under. So, of the time of this recording, they are underwater. Are the are the are the investors and shareholders of Tesla going to want pressure Elon to sell these assets? Is Elon going to hold on? Does Elon really believe in the world of crypto? I mean, Elon is a unique individual, and I don't think that anybody should try to figure out what his next move is. So I don't know that I trust like the fate of Bitcoin in Elon Musk's hands. Uh, MicroStrategy, uh, CNBC reports that MicroStrategy's cost basis was roughly 30700 per Bitcoin as of March 31st. According to its first quarter earnings, as of the same date, the company owned roughly 129,000 Bitcoin, spending a total of $3.967 billion to acquire them. So at $30,000, they are about even, but they were down at one point. So, you know, Mike. I trust Michael Saylor not to sell his stuff. He's been, he's like such an evangelist. He might go down in flames with this whole move, but you never know. I mean, when it comes to protecting your money, you can't really trust people. So you got these two weak links here, uh, Tesla selling theirs that could cause the markets to go down more micro strategy selling theirs. That could be, that could, that would really hurt the market because he is like a poster child and the biggest Bitcoin bull on the planet. So hopefully he doesn't sell. You have to Terra Luna situation. It completely collapsed. It's not the first algorithmic stablecoin to collapse. But you know the question is, will people have more faith into the future? 
on these, I personally will probably stay away from stable coins unless I can get in really early. And that's just because you make your returns, you sell them, and then let the market figure out what is going to happen with them. So you don't like invest long term. That's not what I would do. I would not invest long term with any stable uh, algorithmic stable coins or any coins that are rely on that algorithmic stable coin in the future. We have the dollar as one of the at one of the highest values in 20 years. That's right. 20 years since before 2008 market crash. That's how long it's been. So since we've really had these high valuations of the dollar. So everyone, and that's because everyone left all of their investments for dollars. People all over the world want to hold dollars. So you have tons of people selling off stuff to hold dollars because they think of it as the safest place to be. And you have people all over the world that are dealing with economic uncertainty in their own countries. Well, they definitely want to be in dollars. So there's no, there's a lot of dollars just sitting on the sidelines. And so there's no liquidity. There's no dollars moving around in the system. Uh, making trades and blah, blah, blah. So we also have a war in Ukraine and we have supply chain issues, uh, COVID issues with China, which is creates supply chain issues. So what are your thoughts about all of these challenges? Do you think that we're at the bottom here? Uh, I, I don't think that we're at the bottom. I think that we got a ways to go before we hit the bottom. I also think that, you know, I've been calling for a while now that this summer would be pretty rough and pretty bloody. And I would say somewhere in January, I decided to kind of move into cash. Actually, before January, I was starting to increase my cash positions. So I've been trying to farm my profits to to increase my cash position. So right now, I probably have I don't even know, but um, a sizable allocation of of stable coins holding the value of my of my money or my crypto, and they're all locked into yield generating. So I'm earning yields of anywhere from six point nine to nine percent on my stable coin. And since that's all locked up right now, and if I take it out of it, I could potentially lose my yield because the SEC has been going after these yield generating. Uh, protocol or platforms. So you they went after went after Coinbase first with yield, Coinbase Lend, and they never did it. So you couldn't earn a, a good yield on Coinbase. You can earn yield on certain proof of stake protocols, but they take a pretty sizable chunk of it. And uh, there was another one. Celsius got hit with yield stuff, and now they only now they only let people that are accredited investors. So only if you're wealthy, you can take advantage of the yield generating product. And BlockFi, they shut down BlockFi. BlockFi had to pay like a hundred million dollars in fine, and uh, and they grandfathered everybody in. So I'm grandfathered in. But if you take your money out of the yield generating uh, product, then you cannot put it back in. So I'm not touching my my USDC right now. And I picked USDC because they're applied, they've applied for a, state, a bank charter. And they, ever since the first, um, the first big crypto hearing, uh, congressional hearing, the 
they made an announcement after that and started saying we're going to, you know, opening up their books, being more transparent and using dollar similar dollar and dollar like assets. So like treasury bills, uh, T-bonds and U.S. dollars as backing their coins. So I trust the value of the USDC to not depeg like the UST Terra which just happened now it's trading at i mean it went down to like 11 cents or something i don't know what it's trading at now and so i've been mining my i've been mining cash but it's not really cash it's crypto dollar synthetic dollars uh, they're all in usdc i have some in gemini dollars so and i trust gemini dollar they have a ethos of ask permission not for forgiveness when it comes to regulation so i'm not really worried about gemini either however that means that i got 20 to 30 percent of my entire portfolio in cash right now the rest of it is taking a beating and i'm here licking my wounds but the question is when do i start deploying that dry powder when do i start deploying those those USDCs to start and trade those out for Bitcoin or whatever I'm going to buy. The big That's what's probably the question. Probably the question you're asking, is now a time to buy? Well, I would say that everybody who thought that it was, uh, they, were, they were too late, I guess you get another chance. <laughs> that's my opinion, not financial advice, but I think these prices are amazing, especially you can get it under 30,000. But even at $30,000, I think that it's a great price. I'm I'm confident that the price won't go much lower. I came out on a limb, went on a limb and said, I think the lowest it would probably go is 24,000, but probably not below 29. And it touched, it went below 26, between 25 and 26,000. So it's somewhere close to what I believe the floor is. We have not broke what I thought think the floor is. And well, how do I get, my opinion about where the floor is coming, you might ask. Well, if you what if you ever check the links below, you'll see all the different publications that I read that I read through to find you your news uh, that I report to you on CNBC, Washington Post, not Washington Post, because you got to pay for those articles and like so I pay for Wall Street Journal, so Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, I pay for, and then the rest are. Um, CNBC, uh, Fortune Magazine, TechCrunch, a bunch of crypto publications uh, or news sources. Also, I have a bunch of uh, crypto podcasts, some technical analysts and some non-tech, not as technical people, whatever. But I have a huge list of things and this is kind of how I make my decisions. So I will tell you, what are these, these people doing? What are those people that I follow doing? Well, they too have been moving into cash. They have been talking about this since last fall, maybe early winter of last year. Yes. Like, I think before it hit 69,000 in November, people were starting to talk about a bear market is coming and a crypto winter is probably coming. And then, and then it hit the all-time high. And then as it kind of sank down, there was a lot of questions whether or not we were going to go one more boom up. And so there's this big debate. Are we going to go one more boom up before we go down? But but the conversation would never change. We're on our way into a bear market. So this was foreseen by pretty much every single technical analyst that I've seen in the crypto space, uh, we were due for a correction. And with these UST and Tether, situ or sorry, UST Terra and the Luna 
situation with the stablecoin collapse, I think it made it a lot worse because Terra had something like 30 or 40,000 Bitcoin that they sold. So imagine all these people are trying to like attack this thing and just to get their money out, make money or get their money out, whatever it is. And you also have fear spreading through the market. You have macro issues like inflation and war and supply chain. And you have quantitative type. You have all these things putting pressure on people to like sell their assets. And then they, and then people start seeing this big crash coming and it's just like collapsing. And, and then that, that creates more fear. But then on top of that, you got a ton of Bitcoin hitting the mark, hitting the exchanges to be sold. So I think we know why, how we got here. The question is, how long are we going to be here? And I would say, watch Tesla. What does Tesla do? They have not filed their report yet. So let's see what happens when they file their next their next report. According to, let's see, Tesla. It says fortune.com. It says something in here about it. Anyway, I have to look through it more to find it. But yeah, so we're expecting to see a report from Tesla. I feel what MicroStrategies does. You know, market strategies, I think they have to go down below 20,000 to get a margin call on their loan that they have, but their loan is so small and it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But, you know, all these things could weigh further on the market. Another move, crazy move by Putin, that could crush, crush the market as well. Another COVID scare, outbreak, whatever, that could crush the market too. I don't expect that to happen in the summer. I'm a little more worried about what will happen with Putin, but I also think that the Federal Reserve is going to want to see inflation reduce over multiple months. So if we get, say it's May, May came down a little lower than previous. Is that April or May? April numbers came down lower. So if May numbers are even lower, June numbers are even lower, maybe by July or August, we could see the Fed pull off of the beat down of the market to control inflation. That's what's being talked about right now. So I expect the entire summer to be pretty brutal. So what uh, what is the advice that I'm getting? And this is not my advice to you because I can't give you financial advice, but the advice that I've been getting is, is to just focus on building up cash positions, uh, getting ready to to buy when you feel comfortable buying, prepare for more blood, but also know that these prices are prices that you might not get to see again. Also, something, if you own Terra or Luna or any other coin that dropped by a significant percentage, don't forget to sell it, Hold, wait 30 days, and then you can buy it back. Yes, the risk is it goes up in those 30 days, but if you sell it, then you get to write off the losses. But because they got rid of the wash rule, you're not allowed to wash trade or wash sell or whatever the term is where anymore in crypto, you can't sell it and then buy it back the next day and count take your losses on your tax at the end of the year. It's more like equities now. They passed a rule where you have to, if you want to write off the losses at the, for your taxes, then you have to sell it for 30 days and you could buy it on the 31st day or 30, 30 plus a day. So I would wait 32 days and then you can buy it back. And then at the end of the year, 
when crypto goes back up, which I expect it will, except we have a black swan event like uh, the war gets worse or some other COVID or some crazy natural disaster that disrupts the economy even more. Gosh, wouldn't that be wouldn't that just add to it? A big old natural disaster that impacts supply chains even worse. Well, uh, assuming none of those things happen and and the Fed is successful at moving inflation and getting it under control and we don't fall and spiral into a recession. <laughs> so if all those things don't happen, I think there will be gains to be had. Now, if any of those things happen, we probably looking at next fall, like another whole nother year from this fall. So like 18 months, maybe. So if you're not in it for the long term, then I feel bad for you. And but either way, if you plan on getting in, this might be the best time to get in. It might you might get a better chance to get in. Do I think this is over? No, but I think this is going to be the ultimate test of diamond hands versus paper hands. Do you have weak hands, aka paper hands? Can you hold on to these things as they go as they go through the tumbler? You know, a lot of I've I had talked in the past about this. And if you've been watching, you've heard this before, but during a bear market, the only coins that make it are the coins that continue to raise money during a bear market. What happens is these projects, they'll have this money, they'll start burning through it, and, the, and they won't be able to attract any more capital to continue to build. So because it's a bear market and money is drying up, so they start selling their coins to try to keep the operations going or they just sell their coins to get paid and they walk away and they go start another project or their developing team gets bored because it's not exciting anymore so a lot of altcoins if you're holding anything other than bitcoin ethereum maybe solana and there's a few others i like but if you're holding anything other than bitcoin ethereum i think you're going I think that those coins are going to get hurt the worst. Uh, but if any of them make it through the bear market or through the crypto winter, whatever it turns out to be, is this a long period, like multiple years, or is this six to 18 months? And uh, we'll see. But if you, if the coins that you have make it through this time, then they're probably going to be pretty successful. However, uh, the, Advice I'm getting is move to pristine assets. So think real estate, gold, Bitcoin, and stablecoin that you can get yields on. Those are pristine assets. <laughs> this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. I'm just sharing with you my perspective, my opinion on things and how it, went, how it goes down. Sorry, normally I prepare a ton of notes so that I can kind of breeze through this. I know this is a little long-winded, but this is more of me having a conversation with you with like 10 bullet points. And uh, yeah, I think I got through everything. So tell me what you think. Let me know what your thoughts are. What are you holding? What do you think is going to survive the winter? Do you think this is over? Or do you think this is just beginning? Leave a comment below. Please like, subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. And I really appreciate it if you did. Until next time, hodl on.